Life is good. Life is bad. Life is incredible. Life is terrible. Life is extremely long, yet awfully short. Life is easy. Life is hard. Life is extremely complicated and complex, yet so simple. Life is a journey. Life is full of love and filled with joy, but it's also full of hurt and pain. But ultimately, when it's all said and done, life, it's yours. Life is a masterpiece waiting to be created and filled with all the aforementioned ingredients. See, each day you wake up, you're given a brand new blank canvas to create the greatest masterpiece possible. And you have to do that with whatever ingredients you're given. Yours won't look like anyone else's, nor should it, but ultimately it's yours. No one would even bother creating or enjoying art if every creation was simply the same. So now the brush is in your hands and this day is filled with endless opportunities. What incredible masterpiece will you create with today's ingredients? It's time to live and love life. Why you ask? Because you can. You don't need any other reason, simply because you can. What up, what up, what up, everybody? Welcome back to the Vitalized Podcast. You're here with your friendly neighborhood host, Mr. Marcus Black. And I'm so excited to be joining you for another beautiful week, another beautiful time where we're filled with life. A beautiful time where we're filled with love, a beautiful time where we're filled with passion and we're filled with purpose. Maybe you're listening to the sound of my voice and you say, how do you know that I'm filled with passion? How do you know that I'm filled with purpose? Maybe you actually feel like you're disconnected from purpose and you're going through the motions. Guess what? That's what the Vitalized Podcast is all about. It's about giving life and it's about showing you, my friend, you are never disconnected from purpose and passion always lives inside of you. Sometimes you just have to have a a guide or a coach to help you see what you can't see because you're too close. I don't know if you've ever done this exercise before, but it's something my mentor does. And if you have it, something around you now, a piece of paper, a book, anything that has writing on it, pick it up really fast and just put it very close to your eyes, like where you press it against your forehead and try to read it. Guess what? You won't be able to read it. Why won't you be able to read it? Because it's too close to you. And that's a message to someone today because sometimes we think because we can't see our own greatness. Sometimes you think because you can't see your progress. Maybe you've been working hard this year. You've been dieting. You've been trying to create new eating habits, new health, lifestyle transitions, transformations. And you can't see the change, but people keep telling you, oh, man, you look so great. Oh, you look so wonderful. I can see such a huge difference. And you're like, but I can't. They're just being nice. They're not just being nice. Sometimes because you are you, you're with you 24 hours a day. You can't always see the progress. So it takes someone outside because you're too close to it to be able to identify. So that's my role right now in your life is to help you see what you can't see. And that is. You are so special. You are so unique. You are so talented. You are so intelligent. You are so smart. And you have so much 
purpose to go after in this life, even when you don't feel like it. So I just wanted to encourage you and start out out the gate with that. For those of you who are part of the Vitalized community and you join me every week, man, thank you from the bottom of my heart. If you're joining us for the first time, man, you're family now. This is a family. This is a straight up real talk type of environment where you just hear, you know, me talking about different topics, different nuggets of information I've gained, wisdom that I've gained along my journey. And even though I haven't been on the earth for an incredible amount of years, I have been afforded an incredible amount of opportunities, experiences and stories So I get to just kind of share with those from my heart, speak to you. And hopefully by the time you leave this podcast, something is said that will light a fire deep in your soul that you feel so connected to the power and the purpose that you're going to attain something so great in your family life, in your career, in your entrepreneurship journey that you realize you are here to do something great, which leads me to what I want to talk about today. And I'll be quite honest with you guys. A lot of times I come in here and I have thoughts prepared out and I have different nuggets that I want to share and I have things that I've written out and prepared. But today I didn't want it to be that way. Today I wanted to be just a real raw emotional reaction to the news that I just received yesterday. You probably received it. If you live anywhere in the country, not under a rock, you received the news that the world lost a champion, the world lost a competitor, the world lost a man and human being who was dedicated to greatness, who was dedicated to maximizing every moment of his life and who was dedicated to loving his family well and to spreading life, spreading love, spreading joy to all those he came into contact with, much like the vitalized process. And this man is Kobe Bryant. And... I just kind of wanted to talk about it because I feel like it's worthy of talk about talking about. I feel like it's worthy of us having a conversation about. I feel like it's worthy of us going on a journey together. So here's the thing. I'm just going to be talking through some of my thoughts, some things that I've learned from him, his life, his legacy, and dropping some things that I believe you can take with you that, man, if you stick with me to the end of this, I guarantee I will not waste your time. I will not ever waste your time. But you will hear some wisdom and some things that you can apply into your own life that you can take with you so you can maximize your life and be your own great. So that's what I wanted to do, man. I'm not going to lie. When I heard the news yesterday, I saw the report from TMZ pretty early in the day, actually. And we actually had gone through a pretty rough day myself yesterday. We had some just unfortunate things happen in the family. Nothing major. Nobody's sick. We just accidentally got locked outside of our house accidents happen you know with the babies and we weren't prepared wallets in the house so not access to any of our funds money and we were on the way to church and it just kind of uh just kind of set up the day i'm not on the right foot we're outside it's cold the kids are cold they're asking questions and but we were able to make the most of that experience but to go and get all of that taken care of and get back into the house eventually and realize the news that we would hear about Kobe Bryant really put things into perspective for me because I'm sitting here worried about 30 minutes of inconvenience. And here's a human being who will never see his loved ones again in this life. Now here is a wife. Here is a mother. Here's siblings, sisters, daughters who will never see a father and a loved one, a sister again, never get to feel their tender embrace, their touch 
And I'm worried about this tiny inconvenience. And how often do we do that? How often do we get so stuck and hung up on the tiny inconveniences that we experience from day to day? And in the grand scheme of things, those the grand the grand scheme of your life, those things don't carry a lot of weight. So many times we allow little things to cause us to fuss and fight with those we love. We allow rifts to grow in our relationships. We allow hatred to sink in our heart and we turn our backs on those we love. And I want to urge you not to do that because how much is it going to matter at the end? God forbid you lose a person you love in the middle of an argument. Because the reality is none of us know the moment that we leave the house. None of us know that we're ever going to return. We assume that we will, but we do not know. So you got to treat every moment you have with those you loved as if it is your last. And I know we know this, but if we know it, why don't we practice it? I know we're tired of hearing it. We know to do that. We know that it might be the last time we see our family member, yet we still allow that argument to root in our heart. We still allow ourselves to leave the house. We still allow ourselves to go away without saying I love you, without saying I care about you, without checking in, without asking how someone is truly doing. And I know I'm speaking passionately, but this is important to me because I've been preaching this message for a long time about cherishing every moment because it's a gift. I got videos about it. I make them all the time. There's so many episodes of this podcast where you hear reoccurring themes because I do not believe in taking for granted the life that you have. It stems from my own near-death experience where things can change in a singular moment. So (laughs) I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, (laughs) you got to choose life. You got to choose love and you must choose happy with the people you love and you cannot allow the simple small things and maybe they're big but even if they're big how big are they in the grand scheme of your life don't allow those things to knock you off your path to allow you to create rifts between the in the things that matter most and that is your relationships with those who love and hold you dear so what i want to do at this point is just kind of focus on uh, evan carmichael you guys may know who he is Um, He's a social media influencer who a few years back had an idea like, man, I'm just going to find great people in the world and just give you their 10 rules to live by. So he starts studying their life, studying their work, studying their vision, their passions and the things they accomplish and creating from their work 10 things that he believes they stand for and they would want you to live by to attain the level of greatness and success they've achieved. So, of course, Evan just released his list yesterday of Kobe's 10 rules to live by. Or if I had to title this episode or title this conversation, I would say, you know, 10, 10 rules to live by if you want to have a Mamba mentality. This episode is all about the Mamba mentality, right? And before I go on throughout the remainder of this episode and really dive deep into the mindset of the great Kobe Bryant, I want to first express condolences to every single person uh, who lost a life to every single person affected by those who lost lives. There were so many people, nine people. Those are nine different uh, lives who will be holes in people's hearts for the rest of their lives. I want to pray for all of those family members, all of those friends, all of those communities and the people who are affected because every single one of those lives matter. Every single one of those people's existence mattered. And any time a life is gone far sooner than we could ever fathom, it's just heartbreaking. But just wanted to take a moment to do that because 
Although I'm talking about Kobe and his mindset and celebrating his greatness, I do not want to take away anything from any person who lost their life yesterday because those are all people who are worthy of celebration, celebrating their life, celebrating their passion, celebrating their purpose and their greatness. So Evan Carmichael's list, 10 things. The first one is this. He said, you must follow your passion. Follow your passion. And come on, man, when you think about your life, life is short. I can say this about every one of these things I'm about to say. Life is short. So many times we get caught up in life just doing something to get by. Go to this job so I can get by. Go to work so I can get by. I do the things I have to do. And I hear so many people say, you don't understand. Like, life isn't about convenience. It's about responsibility. Don't mishear me. You must take care of your responsibility, but there is no excuse for you spending 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years of your life doing something that you do not love just to please other people or because you feel like it's what you have to do because you don't have to do it. I could have believed that it was destined for me to work in corporate America forever. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I felt like I was in prison. And I worked for some wonderful companies, wonderful people, downtown Oklahoma City, suit and tie every day. That was my dream as a kid, but I got there only to feel like I was in a prison. Like, is this it? Is this the culmination of my life? There must be more. And if I had settled and sacrificed into, well, I got to do this to feed my family. Guess what? I stepped outside of that, and it's been years. I worked for a church and professional pastoral ministry, and now I'm an urban missionary, and I'm a traveling inspirational speaker and a podcast host, and I'm doing so much work in the community, and my heart is full because every day is different, and I'm not locked into a cubicle or what I felt like was a cage. And if you do live that life and you love it, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying everybody's personality is different, and it hits everybody differently. So for me, that's what it felt like. Never spend or sacrifice moments of your life. If you do have to do that for the time being, because let's be real, we have bills to pay. We have responsibilities. But there's no excuse for you not to start working on your dream. If you have a passion in this life, what is your passion? I was asking some kids at the schools I mentored the other day, what is their passion? And one kid was reluctant. All the kids were saying, you know, I want to take care of my parents. I want to give my parents a big house. I'm like, cool, that's great. You can do it. This one kid reluctantly kind of like video games a lot i said man that's good let's celebrate it so for so long we have put so much negative stigma around you wanting to play video games if you got a passion about it find a way to make a career out of it it's dudes i'm seeing i'm watching dudes on social media now on facebook and twitch making thousands of dollars a night just recording themselves playing video games and people just are enjoying the entertainment there is a way to monetize your craft so you can do what you love and love what you do. Life is too short not to. And Kobe showed us that. He said, he was quoted as saying, you know, at seven years old, he knew he was going to the NBA. So he said he almost felt like it gave him a leg up against all his competition because he knew where he was headed. He knew and he was so passionate about it. He did everything it took to accomplish and achieve all of his goals. So my friend, you want to have that Mamba mentality? If you want to be that level of great, follow your passion. Start taking the steps. If you want to be an entrepreneur but you work at a job, man, start. Figure out how to get a logo. Find somebody who can do the work for you. Cheap. Save up your money. Get you a logo just so you have something to call your own. 
Cultivate the dream. Start writing down plans in your free time. Instead of going on Netflix and chilling, you know, watching TV, binge watching shows, binge watch your life. Binge plan your life. <laughs> Spend that same amount of time pouring into you, man. You don't get a do-over. It's too short. Follow your passion number two. Find mentors. I don't care how great you are. Kobe Bryant is one of the greatest naturally gifted basketball players we've ever seen in the world. Yet he sought out guys. He had a dream and a passion to be like Michael Jordan, who many believe to be the greatest basketball player of all time. It would be easy for Kobe in the place that he was, knowing how gifted he was, knowing how hardworking he was, knowing his greatness, to say, I don't need help. I can do this on my own. I can be my own great. Guess what? You can be your own great, but you it's foolish to think that you don't need people who have gone down the road that you wish to go down to have them to pour into you and teach you things they wish they knew along the way. If you don't have that, it's foolish. Do not ever become so prideful that you don't feel like somebody can invest into you and help you see what you can't see and get you further than you could go on your own. Maybe it's not pride that's stopping you. Maybe it's fear that's stopping you. Like, who would want to invest in me? Why, why would they ever want to mentor me? Guess what? If I had that mentality, I wouldn't have the mentor I have. And many of you know who my mentor is. If you don't know who my mentor is, my mentor is Trent Shelton. He's literally one of the greatest inspirational speakers and thought leaders of our time. And if I thought so little of myself that he wouldn't be able to coach little old me from the dirt roads of Mississippi, from this small town, born in Memphis, in the heart of the South, Everybody belittling, ridiculing us because we got the worst education system, so much poverty, so much obesity, so much, all the negative statistics you can think of. That's how people think of us. Yet here we are. God had a plan for this little kid to go up, rise above his adversities and circumstances and step into this world with a great passion. And guess what? I couldn't do it on my own. I got multiple mentors in different areas of my life. And if you want to have the Mamba mentality, if you want to maximize your greatness the way that Kobe Bryant did, find yourself a mentor. It doesn't have to be somebody famous. It doesn't have to be somebody big. Find somebody in your life that you admire that's where you want to be. That's maybe a few steps further down the road and ask them. Can you teach me a little bit about that? And when you ask, don't just go asking, asking, asking. Go offering. How can you serve what they're doing? How can you serve their vision? How can you help? Because you're much likely to get more likely to get a yes if you go with the heart of, I want to learn and I want to serve. That's the greatest advice I can give you about mentors. Number three, <laughs> that mumble mindset. You got to outwork everybody. You must outwork everybody. I see this so much. I hear this from guys like Eric Thomas. You know, he told a story and he was, you know, I was listening to his podcast. He and the guys secret to success podcast. And they were talking about the Detroit lions. And it was a game earlier this season. I think they were playing the green Bay Packers. And there was a horrible call at the end where it took away a touchdown from the lions. They wound up losing the game so close at the end and they were saying everybody was up in arms and it was like no the lions got cheated the lions got cheated the lions got cheated that's so unfair that's so messed up and eric thomas said the lions didn't lose that game because of a bad call he's like don't get me wrong it was a horrible call that's not why the lions lost the game so the lions lost the game because they kicked nine field goals for those of you who aren't avid fans of football there's two or there's a few different ways you can score you can score a touchdown which is worth six points with the extra points, so typically seven points. 
or you can kick a field goal and get three points. The Lions got within striking distance nine different times and had an ability to score touchdowns, yet they continued to kick field goal after field goal after field goal. And so Eric Thomas said (laughs) the Lions lost the game because they settled for good enough. They allowed the Packers to outwork them because they were so close to success. They were doing so well. They got complacent, and they didn't give everything they had. And you, my friend, must learn from these type of lessons in life. The difference often between the people at the top of whatever your niche is, whatever your industry is, whatever your dream, even on your job, the difference between the people who are elevating and climbing the ladder, who are putting themselves in a different position to be able to live the life they want to live, is their work ethic. And I'm not telling you to go and like work all the hours because it's not about that. If you have the ability to do that without sacrificing your family, without sacrificing your spirituality, without sacrificing who you are as a human being, then by all means, go get your grind on. But you might also be a person that's called a thinking smarter instead of working harder. You outwork everybody by thinking. You spend time. You schedule your time to think. You create a concise plan and you don't aim from the hip and just shoot them off you go and you like a pinpoint sniper pick off all of your goals you put in the time and effort nobody's ever gonna get to be great without out without working harder than the people around you that's one of the greatest things many people admired about kobe is like you know as naturally gifted as he was he was able to take that to the next level and even take it higher because he said i don't care who you are When you get in front of me, you're not going to beat me because I know that I put in the work for this moment to propel myself beyond you. So where in your life are you settling for less than your best effort? Maybe in your schoolwork, you say, ah, good enough is good enough. I studied enough. I'm tired of this. In your job, you know you could do better, but you know you're doing well enough. Nobody's saying anything about your performance. Nobody's picking at you nobody's pulling you down you're just good enough is good enough but you're not what kind of life is that you know I heard a mentor say before man how you do anything is how you do everything so I get to travel and speak and I have people who pay me to come and inspire their crowds and lift them up and motivate them but I also have times where I'm in the local community in the city where I'm speaking for free to kids and I'm the people who don't have budget and I'm giving back and I don't give them any less effort than I'm giving the people who are paying the big bucks because why how you do anything is how you do everything and you got to work and that's part of your preparation so that you can become the great that you were meant to be number four do not feel fear do not fear failure How many times in life (laughs) do we begin to fear failure in our own lives? And that keeps us from pursuing the things that we're so passionate about. You know, Kobe Bryant took so many shots in his career. I think there's a statistic out there and you can verify it. I don't know, but I've seen something like he missed more shots than anybody in the history of the game. It might've been regular shots, It might have been game-winning shots. It might have been both. But what kind of statistic is that, that we look at literally one of the greatest national basketball players in the history of the world has a statistic about all the times he failed at winning the game. Yet here we are celebrating his life, his legacy, and his work. How can we do that? It's because 
every time he failed, he used that as a lesson and an opportunity to go and learn. He used it as an opportunity to go and grow. He used it as an opportunity to self-reflect, to pour into himself, to develop himself, to get greater, and to keep taking shots. What area in your life are you so paralyzed by the fear of failure? Are you so paralyzed by looking silly because of traumatic experiences you've had in your life where people have belittled you, people have bullied you, and now because of it, you're so afraid to live your life that you're not living, you're sleepwalking through your life all because you're afraid of who got something to say. I know I was one of those people when I was watching Kobe, like, dang, bro, you done missed 30 shots. Why are you still shooting? It's because he knew that eventually, because of the work that I put in, I got to keep shooting because that's what I know to do. That's what I train to do. Eventually, I'm going to find my rhythm, and it's going to be a bad place for you when I find the rhythm. So my encouragement to you, my friend, if you miss, if you fail, there's no such thing as failure unless you quit. There's no such thing as failure in that career path, in that goal, in that dream, in your family, in your parenthood, in your marriage, unless you give up. Stop trying to give up so easily and allowing fear to dictate your life. That don't mean you won't have fear. Feel fear, but do it afraid and keep moving forward. Do not let fear of failure stop you from being great. Spoken from the Mamba himself. Number five. You got to have patience. You got to have patience. And so many times we want to rush to get there. I know Kobe came right out of high school. And many of you guys like me, if you remember seeing him play in the beginning of his life, he's like, man, this dude is cool. He's a dunker. And that's kind of how I looked at him. That's what he's going to be. That's all he'll ever be. Guess what? He knew what people thought of him, but he didn't allow that to shape his own opinion of himself and his own work ethic. So he just took the time. He put in the time. He put in the time. He put in the time. And next thing you know, this guy's winning championship after championship after championship. This man played 20 seasons in the NBA and was an all-star 17 times. That's unheard of. (laughs) That is so remarkable. But it didn't happen overnight. He didn't get there tomorrow. It took time. He said from the time he was seven years old, he knew he was destined for the NBA. Yet it took so many years for these things to materialize for him to become the person he was created to be. So that's a lesson for us all. When you think about what you want to accomplish in this life and you start taking steps, you start investing a little resources into yourself. You start putting some money out there, getting some logos, getting a business plan. You start putting yourself out there in meetings and networking events so that you can meet colleagues and people around so that you can grow yourself in your career field. And when you don't see the immediate result, what happens? You get frustrated. You get discouraged. You say, maybe what I thought was possible or meant for me isn't really possible or isn't meant for me. And you start to slow down. You start to hesitate. You start to pull back and you start to question your very reason for being. You start to question your purpose. My friends, you got to have patience. Give it time. It's going to work as long as you keep showing up for your life. Remember, keep taking steps. Slow steps are better than no steps. And allow time for things to build, for things to grow, for it to grow and then spread. So that you don't you don't want to get there too fast, because then what? Like you don't want to not be ready. So have patience, man. That's key along the journey. This is a big one. Number six, halfway through this. Kobe said, love the game, man. Love the game. Love what you do. 
Love the life you live. Love your family. If you're married, love your spouse. If you're a parent, love your kids. If you have a home, love your home. If you have a car, love your vehicle. Love the game. Love the process. Guess what? There were times I know when Kobe Bryant played basketball games where he was frustrated. Where he would he wasn't getting the calls that he should have been getting. People weren't treating him the way that he thought he deserved to be treated. He was getting fouled. He was being hurt. Things weren't going his way. His team was losing. Teammates may have been down or not taking the game as seriously, which was one of his biggest frustrations. You find yourself in this place and what happens? You start to lose your love for what it is you're doing. But one of the things I admire most about Kobe Bryant is he never lost his love for the game. It takes a lot of commitment, hard work, patience, dedication to do anything for 20 years straight. And he did it for 20 years because of the love that he had in his heart for the game. That's why he spent more time than everybody else. That's why he worked harder than everybody else. That's why he didn't let fear stop him from chasing and pursuing greatness because his love for the game. If you want to be great in this life and you want to have that mamba mentality, you got to love what you're doing. Love your craft. Love your gifts. Love who you are. Flaws and all, you're not perfect. He wasn't perfect. No human being is perfect. But when you love it, you'll keep showing up for it. And as long as you keep showing up for it, you're going to win with patience. Number seven, got to find new challenges. Got to find new challenges. Got to think, man. Like so many lessons from his life. Like he loved the challenge. So many times Kobe had chances to go team up with other big superstars around the league to make more money. There are some, I don't know if you guys remember because we're at the end of the legacy and everybody wants to highlight all the championships, but there were some dog days in LA for Kobe. There were some days where there were nobody there but him and it was a wasteland and they were losing and it was an embarrassment to the city of Los Angeles and one of the greatest organizations in all of sports history. Yet he didn't shy away from the challenge of doing something new. He stayed, he dug in, and he became a champion again after that desert season. Think about your own life. So many times you've gone through things and you've accomplished and you've been to the mountaintop and you think that's it. I just coast here for the rest of my life. No, you do not coast. There's always more. Find something new, a new area to challenge yourself in. If you built everything you wanted, got the beautiful family, got the big house, the cars, the American dream, or wherever you are in the world, and you've attained all of your goals, then what? <laughs> that is just the beginning, my friend. Find a new area. How can you raise your serve? How can you give back to your home, to your community, to your family, to your city, to your nation? How can you make the world better for the people coming after us than it is in the one that, that we inherited? Find new ways to challenge yourself. Kobe did. When Kobe passed away, he was the coach of his daughter's basketball team he could have been coaching high schools colleges and even in the nba so i don't want to do that i want to coach these young children i want to pour into them i want to give them something different you don't think that was a new challenge for him coaching a teenage girls team maybe that presented different challenges for him but he was up for the challenge he found new ways to challenge himself and that is how you continue to move into greatness in this life number eight focus can't tell you how important it is to have focus in this life we so easily get distracted we live in a world where social media exists everything's a distraction notification and distraction notification and distraction minds bombarded heads clouded judgment clouded 
minds overstimulated, hearts overstimulated with misery. And instead of doing the thing that we love, we focus on everything else. We focus on the negativity. We focus on who's doing what, who did something bad because it makes you feel a little bit better about yourself. Man, forget all of that. If you want to be great, you got to focus on your mission. You got to focus on your path. You got to focus on what you have in front of you. You can't be so distracted by what everybody else is doing or not doing. Their hurts, their hangups, their habits. Guess what? You got your own. And if you're ever going to overcome them to become who you were created to be in this world and be great, if you ever want to have that Mamba mentality, which is a no quit, never quit, always resilient, rise to the top attitude, then you got to focus on yourself, focus on your own goals, focus on your own shortcomings so that you can figure out how to overcome those so that you can maximize your potential in this life. Number nine, create something timeless. You know that I'm a kid. I've been a Knicks fan most of my whole life, so it's even amazing I'm talking about Kobe because he tortured us for years. But when I think about basketball, you know, I get to watch some of these videos of, like, you know, guys before I was born, some of the greats of NBA history. And I'm like, man, I never got to see those guys play. But I still know who they are. Never got to see Jerry West play. Or never got to see Julius Irving play. Or never got to see, you know, so many of these guys we hear about. Pistol Pete, but I know all about them. I can even tell you stats. I can tell you where these guys went to school. <laughs> I can tell you where they came from, some of their life story, right? This is a different sport, but in football, I'm a huge Raiders fan. I was born in the 80s, but I can tell you all about the glory days of the Raiders from the 60s and 70s and the first Super Bowls. I can go all the way back. How can I do that? Because when people on the planet make the choice, oh, man, I'm talking about sports, but this is so much bigger than sports. Think about just the world we live in, the technological advancements we've made. The Model T, the car, the first car that was created by Ford. <laughs> like, we all get to reap the benefit of that choice. That is something timeless that will live on forever. The Wright Brothers, the airplane. Come on, man. Like, we get to reap the benefits of so much because people made, ordinary people, made the choice in their life to do something extraordinary and thus creating something timeless. And that's what Kobe Bryant did and his life teaches us. You think about your life, you think about the times of your life, you think about what you've been through, you think about where you've gone, you think about everything. And all of that is, is just the building blocks you need to build something so marvelous, so wonderful that your kids are blessed by it, your kids' kids are blessed by it, maybe your community is blessed by it, your city's blessed by it, and the world could even be blessed by you and your work. What does that mean? Maybe it's not meant for the entire world to know your work, but if your great-grandchildren know who you are because of the foundation that you laid for your children, you created something timeless. You succeeded in the goal. You succeeded in the goal. Never sleep on your life. Never take for granted the greatness that lives inside of you to maximize your life, your passion, your talent, so that you can pursue your purpose, so that you can leave your mark on this world. You can do it. I know you can. Number 10, the last thing Evan Carmichael said is, man, be a legend. What does that mean? What is a legend? A legend is a person that is celebrated for years and years and years on the end. 
because of extraordinary choices they made to rise above every obstacle, every circumstance, everything that could potentially hold them back so that they can step into and transcend those things so that they can make the maximum impact possible with their life. Talking so much about the Mamba mentality. You know, yesterday as I was thinking about this, it was still surreal for me to even think about how one moment this man could be leaving his house going to visit so many young people that pour into them, going to take his daughter, going to take some of his close friends on a helicopter ride, never knowing that that would be the last time they would ever see the people they love. That was so heartbreaking to me. That left me in a place where I was literally emotional in tears all day. As a father of young children, I could relate. I could, if the message just resonated with me to what I would feel or even what my wife may be feeling. If to lose me and my small children, not having a father, even to lose one of my children. And the thought of this is overwhelming. But here is the reality that we face, my friend. That day and time is coming for every single one of us. And we have zero control over when or how that happens. So I could very well leave this studio right now, this day, and something could happen. And that could be the legitimate end of me and my life. God forbid. But it's the reality that we face. So if I'm talking about being a legend, what that really means at its core is maximizing the moments that you have in your life to be great. So many times you think about later. I'll do that later. I'll get right later. I'll fix that relationship later. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe next year. I'll eat better later. I'll fix my health later. I'll take my medicine later. I'll start that business later. I'll love my family later. I'll go on a date later. I'll help my kids later. I will show up for my life later. But I want to urge you with tears in my eyes. There may not be a later. There wasn't a later for Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gigi, and seven other people on a helicopter. There was not a later. Later is not promised to you. That's why this moment that you listening to the sound of my voice, everything inside of me is urging you to show up for your life. Later isn't promised. There is no tomorrow. All you have is right now. And there is a seed inside of you that is desperately wanting to grow and take root so that you can bloom and become the massive entity that you were meant to be in this world. And everything inside of me says you owe it to yourself. You owe it to the people you love. You owe it to your family and friends to rise up and become who you were created to be. You got to stop making excuses for why you can't. Stop allowing circumstances to make you feel so down about yourself that you don't even want to show up for your own life. If you be patient, if you live these principles of the Mamba mentality, this is what I can promise you. Your life will be so much greater than you can even imagine. The impact you'll make will far exceed beyond what you can think about. And you will build a life that you love to live. So I urge you with every ounce of fiber within my body to keep moving, keep growing, keep going, keep living and loving life. Why? Because you can vitalize. <laughs>